This is a TJ Flyways breaking news report. Big news from the world of outlaws today. Aaron Reitzel and Roth Motorsports found in violation of chassis inspection rules, big fines, big uh, suspension for Reitzel, uh, lots of things going on there. One person that's been all over this from Sprint Car Limited, Jeremy Elliott, joins us. Jeremy, good to have you on. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's an honor to be on the show. Thank you. Yeah, I, I wish it was under better circumstances, but uh, uh, you've been on top of this thing for quite a while. Uh, when did you first catch wind of this potential problem with Reitzel's car? Uh, late Sunday night, and then I called uh, Outlaw headquarters on Monday morning, or Monday, eh, probably mid-morning, maybe a little later, and, uh, you know, got the ball rolling, so to speak, as far as, you know, asking questions and, and trying to find everything out. And then for the last couple of days, wondering when they were going to come out with penalties and doing a lot of other, uh, you know, talking to a lot of other teams and drivers who were there and uh, just, just doing the fact-finding part of it. Yeah, and of course, if you haven't read, Aaron Reitzel suspended for 30 days from July 31st from World of Outlaws competition, a $10,000 fine, and a 1,000-point deduction uh, from the World of Outlaw driver point standings. Uh, Jeremy, do you think the penalties are stiff enough for this kind of violation? Yes. Uh, I. You know what? The, the stiffest penalty that I think is that he has to pay $10,000 by August 28th. Yes, that's not very really or, or he faces additional penalties. Yeah, not not I, only that, but he's missing out on the highest paying race of the year. And, you know, obviously it's correct. not going to exactly help the merchandise sales the next week with the biggest one of the biggest crowds we see all year. Yeah, I mean, for to me, I know I don't have $10,000. I don't have $10 laying around, much less 10000 So I don't... Uh, that's a stiff one. Yeah, no, I think the penalties are stiff. I think they're warranted. I was surprised that Roth Motorsports got hit as like they did. I did not really – because Aaron's running that team. Uh, they, this is one of the first times – one of the only times Roth has ever hired a driver, uh, driver responsible for crew. They used triple X chassis and basically Reitzel's combination. And – Basically, Wrights was full full reign of the team. So, I was surprised a little bit with with how hard Roth got hit. But I mean, ten thousand dollars to Dennis Roth is is nothing. But still, the probation and all that. I, I think uh, I. But I do think they're warranted. I think it's about time we step up and. Uh, you know, nail people for infractions. And Roth strikes me as a guy that definitely does not want this mark on his race team. And I think that's where it's going to probably hit him the most, not so much the $10,000, but the, the, uh, the stigma around that. I can see that not sitting well with him. Yeah. I mean, and then it's on top of, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened. You know, people forget that this, this happened. uh, I believe it was at Knoxville or in mid June, uh, if my sources are correct, but it did happen before. And also then you had the bike throwing incident with, and the altercation with Wayne Johnson. These are all things Dennis Roth, kind of an old school owner, isn't going to tolerate. So, uh, yeah, I, I, 
I don't know what the employment situation is going to look like uh, at Roth Motorsports in the coming days. So do you think the World of Outlaws are trying to send a message with this, too? I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure somebody has tried to do this at, at some point. I'm just surprised. I'm a little surprised it was one of the regular teams and not, you know, maybe someone that's just coming in to do a couple races. Well, I, look, my problem with, with really any series or, or group or even at the local level is this, and you've seen it, TJ, this, hey, I better not catch you with it again, and then we let it go. And that's what they did at Knoxville, okay? There, there's, no, there's no hiding that. That kind of is how this thing's, you know, led to this point. So the Owls have to take some responsibility for it. However, I think the big thing that really got them angry from what I'm hearing is the sticker thing. Taking the sticker off one car and moving it over to another. I mean, that's, that's intent. Okay. That's, yeah, because we've, we've seen tubing <laughs> problems from manufacturing stuff that the teams would be yes. bl- oh, completely unaware of. I mean, they're not the ones building the cars and stuff. Correct. It's been a variety of manufacturers. So having a car fail a pre-race inspection isn't that uncommon. It usually happens two or three times a year. But like you said... Moving a sticker over from a car that passed inspection to one that didn't and then trying to pass it off, to me, that that's red flags all over the place. Plus, it was a white frame that he made black then. I mean, he, he legitimately tried to pull a fast yeah, one there. I mean, and he, I think, think, I think that's to, why the outlaws through Book you'd think you'd try to sandblast that thing and at least paint it black and not leave the <laughs> white paint underneath. I mean, I know you. I know they're on the road into the crunch, but if you're gonna do it, I mean, you know, that's. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it just went through my mind. I can't. You know, I know we're all these teams are looking for competitive advantages and looking for gray areas or, you know, and they're they're doing their jobs and they're looking to a degree when you're looking through the rule book. But I mean. Man, to put your livelihood at this kind of risk, I can't imagine why you would do that. Look, if you're going to cheat, you better cheat well. And they didn't cheat well. I mean, no. they didn't hide it very well, like you said. And and look, Aaron didn't deny it. When Tom asked him, uh, according to the release, Aaron just fessed up to it. Like, Aaron didn't deny, deny, deny. Uh, so I think he knew he was caught at that point. And look, I'm not... I've done. Some, I've talked to teams and crew chiefs, or whether it be drivers, crew chiefs, leading up to this thing. And the question becomes: Okay, did he get a competitive advantage? Well, it's kind of split down the middle on that, and I think that's important here. Uh, I'm not going to crush. I, I don't know. I know some say it makes the the chassis flex more, and obviously, then you have a bigger window with setups and all that other stuff, and they those aren't as important and then there's the other side it goes well it doesn't really mean anything it doesn't give a competitive advantage so it's all who you believe you know maybe aaron was trying to get a a competitive advantage maybe aaron just really liked that car and felt really comfortable in that car so i I don't know which one it is i'm not in the i've reached out to aaron uh he has not responded to me yet so i don't know if he will (laughs) <laughs> but I'd love to tell his side of the story at, at the very least. Yeah, and, and to me, there's a safety aspect of this, too. I mean, how thin, you know, maybe it's just a couple of, you know, markers here and there on the on the tubing thickness, but what happens when we go thinner? I can get thinner, thinner, and thinner, 
And like you said, the, the moving the sticker to me, like you said, is the key part. I mean, if you show up with a chassis that doesn't conform, you know, yeah, whatever. Pull another one out of the top. You didn't get it through inspection. But when you go in there and you're moving their inspection sticker over, I'm not surprised they got hit hard. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you. Uh, I think that's the one that really made this penalty as stiff as it was. That's granted, I'm not in the boardroom with the with uh, Brian Carter, who's the CEO of the World Outlaws. I'm I'm not in his office, so I I don't know what the thought process was. I do know that this this decision was not taken lightly. It's why it took even two days from the time that I contacted him to get this done two and a half days. So I think it was just, is something they wanted. They really took their time with. And I do think that moving the sticker was a, uh, not a helping factor to Aaron Reitzel's cause. So Jeremy, we've got this and more coming up. When are you heading out to Knoxville? I'll get out there Sunday afternoon and I will be at the Capitani classic and be there uh, through, through the rest of the, Iowa Speed Week. Great. All right. Awesome. And I will be out there Tuesday. So, Jeremy, if people want to subscribe to Sprint Car Unlimited, read this story about Aaron Reitzel and all the great Nationals coverage you're going to have coming up over the next week, where can they sign up, subscribe, and uh, where are the details on that? Well, they can go to SprintCarLimited.com, and uh, we have a a button there to subscribe. And uh, this story with Reitzel is free, so you can kind of go in and, and read the Reitzel story and, uh, you know, kind of check out other things that we have there, which is, you know, results stories, a podcast. We, we do a lot of breaking news, uh, usually, in, you know, as it, as it comes up. We've had a lot of those. Uh, those are popular. Uh, we have videos from the track, all kinds of stuff, a lot of content, especially coming up with the Nationals. And I'm a subscriber, even though I run one of these things, too. I love reading Jeremy's content. So uh, the top 50 is one of my favorite reads of the week. So, Jeremy, appreciate you. Everybody loves the top 50. Well, yeah, exactly. It's a good it's a good read on, like, a Monday afternoon or Tuesday. So, um, Jeremy, thank you for taking time out of the busiest time of our year and one of the busiest stories of the year to visit with us. And look forward to seeing you in Iowa next week. Hey, it's a pleasure. I'm still going to try and get you off the Michigan State bandwagon. Uh you know, try, trying to trying to get you to go to Florida Gators, be a Florida Gators wow. fan, but no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I look forward to seeing seeing you next week and uh, asking questions at the press conference. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeremy. Yep. Take care couple additions to the story after talking to jeremy pearson media put out a statement on behalf of roth motorsports uh with dennis roth having statements uh a statement in there saying being involved in racing for 30 years this is something i do not condone it is simply not how roth motorsports operates this is very disappointing to me and this is a situation that does not sit lightly without our race team. So, uh, and also named Parker Price Miller to take the wheel of the Roth Motorsports number 83 car at the Ironman 55. Still no official word yet on who may drive the car at the Knoxville Nationals. There's still some names being tossed around. Also, no statement in the Roth Motorsports release on the future of Aaron Reitzel with Roth's Mo- Roth Motorsports. So, a busy day leading into the biggest sprint car race 
of the year over the next 10 days, Southern Iowa Speedway and the Knoxville Nationals. Of course, we will have developing coverage on tjslideways.com, a new podcast next week, and lots of other coverage. So thanks for listening to this midweek breaking news podcast. Thank you and good night. Thank you.